All right, Cryptonauts, welcome back to another episode of Crypto Chillin' Chat, episode number nine. We got one more episode left before we conclude this series of Crypto Chillin' Chat. We're going up to 10 episodes. So I thank you all for participating and being here with us. With that said, all the information that is provided here today is for entertainment purposes only and not financial advice. We are here just to learn and know what's going on in the crypto space. And we're going to talk about anything and everything about crypto. So with that said, uh, we do have a few people showing up in, in, in Twitter spaces right now. So I'm going to bring them up to the stage to uh, to chat about anything and everything. Crypto, by the way, everyone that's just joining us right now on Twitter spaces. This is all being pre-recorded for YouTube. So with that said, welcome. We got JC in the house. We have CryptoList in the house. We have Gato. Bienvenidos. And Wajit, Wajid. Welcome. Everyone is welcome to speak anything and everything crypto. Let's get started here. I'm going to check out my Twitter here and see what's going on. Did I hear you correctly on the other podcast that Radio Shack is making a comeback? Radio Shack is making a comeback. That is that is true. Um, they're moving over to DeFi. Out of all things, they're moving to DeFi. It sounds like they're going to be making their own radio token that you can swap on DeFi. Now, how they're going to do that? I don't know. We're going to see once that comes out. Right now, it's all just speculation. But uh, there is something on their page saying that they are uh, planning on using crypto. So we'll see what happens here in the near future. I mean, are they going to come back from the dead? Because uh, from, from my understanding, they're, they're, they're long. They're long gone. You know, but hey, if they can come back and migrate into Web3, that would be awesome. I mean, but but DeFi out of all things, huh? I'm kind of curious. Like, what do they, what do they plan on doing? Is the question, you know? I I feel an ERC20 token coming on. Well, their ERC20 token is going to be the radio radio token R A D I O, and uh, they're going to use that to 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 uh, integrate with uh, like Sushi Swap, uh, from what I from what I recall. Now, why why DeFi is the question? I don't understand. What do they plan on doing? Are they just trying to move their uh, their money around? I, I don't get it. I mean, if they wanted to have a token to actually utilize to buy stuff, purchase things off of of RadioShack.com, then okay, cool. But DeFi, I don't I don't understand why they're using DeFi. You know, what's what's your uh, what's your guys' thoughts on it? Radio Shack.com because obviously we've known for years that brick and mortar stores are, you know, going way offline. You know, a lot of people do online everything now. So, I mean, that would be awesome if they brought in like a .io back or, you know what I'm saying? Radio Shack.io? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Right, but like I said earlier, it's uh, they're, they're creating the radio token to be utilized on something like SushiSwap. Now, why is the question? Why sushi swap? I mean, not that there's uh, there's the pros and cons of using sushi swap, but why is Radio Shack going that route? Sushi swap is pretty much just like a liquidity provider, just moving their 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 funds from one place to another, just swapping coins in and out, right? As far as I was aware, yeah, that's what it's used for. Hmm. Yeah, coming back from the dead, right? Cosmic, what do you think about Radio Shack? All right, Cosmic, nice talking to you. That's great. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, Radio Shack. Radio Shack is coming back from the dead, and they're 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 coming back full force, integrating uh, crypto. They're going to be creating the radio token, and utilizing Sushi Swap. Right. But then it got bought out or 
or something, and then it became the source, and I just couldn't be bothered with them ever since. So if they're actually coming into the crypto, I like to get more information. Yeah. So do you do you know who Ty Lopez is? I'm very bad with names. I have the worst memory in history, so <laughs> I can't remember what I did last week. So names are horrible for me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> So, so Ty Lopez is like a big, like uh YouTube influencer. He's always the one trying to say, you know, uh, uh, invest in yourself, improve yourself. And, and that's the way you're going to be rich to begin with is improving yourself. And so that's how he got really rich. He has his own, he has his own uh, brand and he has a lot of people following him. He's the one that bought out uh, Radio Shack uh, from the dead and is making the decision to migrate over to Web3. The question so is: you have to be rich. Uh, no, he's no, he, he's he's the one that bought out Radio Shack because he has the money to buy it, right? He has a lot of money. Okay. Uh, have you guys ever had a, a, a bad experience with a store that is so bad that you never want to go back? That's that's my experience with Radio Shack. <laughs> wow. So as of right now, Radio Shack exist as a um as a product dis- distribution center pretty much on the back end of other companies so there's there's companies that you, you go to websites and you you purchase uh, hardware from them and they're usually fulfilled by radio shack on the back and unbeknownst to you guys if you guys are purchasing electronics um some some of that stuff does come from radio shack well so they're still doing it i did not know that thank you yeah, they still exist. That's just what they're doing. According to this news article from Decrypt.co. That's awesome. But in order to just bring them out from being the, the company behind the company and bringing, up, bringing them up front and center, I think that's what Ty Lopez's goal is trying, uh, trying to, to accomplish, is they're going to m- migrate over to Web3. The, 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 the confusing part is, I'm going to read this article to you guys. Let's see. Um, over the weekend, the company confirmed a pivot into decentralized finance, DeFi, the name for blockchain-based protocol that allows people to send, receive, trade, lend, and borrow funds without intermediaries. Radio Shack DeFi, the website now reads, quote, will be the bridge between the CEOs who control the world's corporations and the new world of cryptocurrencies. According to the documents on the website, Radio Shack and Radio Shack alone can bridge the gap, the gap and cross the chasms of mainstream usage for cryptocurrencies. The website touts a partnership with Atlas USV Universal Store of Value, a DeFi protocol that allows applications to be built on top of it. Radio Shack DeFi aims to begin by creating a decentralized exchange, DEX, in the vein of Uniswap or SushiSwap that taps into liquidity pools. And I'll leave that there. What do you guys think about that? I mean, why is Radio Shack deciding to create a DEX that that's built on top of Uniswap and SushiSwap. That's crazy, man. Yeah, ex- explain that. Did you, there's no, there's not much insight on it. I mean, I can continue on, but what? I I don't quite get what their goal is on this. They're using liquidity providers like Uniswap and SushiSwap, liquidity pools. But why? I, 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 they're just moving. They're just moving their their radio token around. What? I, I don't. I don't get it. Shine some light, please. I mean, me personally, I thought they went bankrupt. To be honest with you, they they <laughs> they, they did twice. Oh, that's gonna put a lot of trust in the crypto space. Maybe maybe they're trying to go bankrupt again. <laughs> Well, who's 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 speaking, by the way? I'm awful eye. Awful eye, welcome. Thank you. Um, let me ask you a question. Um, do you think the reason that they got into the whole space is because they just seen money being made and they think that they can bring their company back to like a brick and mortar type store, or are they really wanting to like? I don't know. I mean, I, let me continue. You want to read the article? I can continue on. 
let's see here. If you've never heard of Atlas USV, which is supplying the technology for the venture, you might not be surprised to hear that the brainchild of Alex Mayer and Ty Lopez, the same men who bought Radio Shack last year. Lopez confirmed in a video post on December 11th that he has taken Radio Shack on the blockchain. It'll be the first huge mainstream brand that flipped completely into crypto. He also teased the upcoming release of Atlas USV. And here's a tweet from Ty Lopez. And it says, what are the odds of the world's economy flips to a majority cryptocurrency? Question mark. Not as crazy as it seems. I'm bringing my rich crypto friends on a Zoom training seminar this week. It's free for uh, it's free for those who join quickly. Don't miss this trend. All right. So it continues on. Uh, Radio Shack, a once ubiquitous electronic store, couldn't weather the e-commerce broom. Boom. It filed for bankruptcy in 2015 and again in 2017. It's since carved out a humble existence post-bankruptcy as part of the supplier for Hobbytown USA while keeping several hundred franchise shops open and maintaining an online store. Retail e-commerce ventures, Rev, run by CEO Mayor and Executive Chairman Lopez, bought it in 2020. In fact, Rev owns many of the chains that used to define U.S. retail, including Pier 1, Linen and & Things, and Dress Barn. It, its general strategy is to pivot failing retailers away from storefronts and into e-commerce while courting co-investors to pitch in. They're kind of like house flippers, only they deal in rejuvenating the image of defunct legacy brands. Yes, Radio Shack Swap, or whatever its name becomes, will launch its own token, Radio. Interested members of the public can sign up for notifications of the launch, but plans to distribute 10 billion radio tokens. The company hasn't yet shared how or to whom they will be distributed, unless, of course, Mare and Lopez are pranking everyone in crypto. So that's, a, that's weird. It, it is weird. weird. It is weird. I don't understand why using uh, Uniswap or SusuSwap. Uh, if, they're, if they're creating a token saying, hey, we're going to be a online e-commerce store from now on, and you could only use it, uh, use the token to, to purchase our items. Okay, cool. I understand that, but using the token for Uniswap and Sushiswap, I don't, I don't quite understand why they're they're doing it. Yeah, like what's the point in even having the token? It's not like you're gonna use it on their. Well, you might be able to use it on their website. Well, yeah, but the idea. I just, Yeah, I don't. I don't either. That's why I was asking you guys. Thank you, Alyssa, for bringing that one up. Let's see. Um, the metaverse. You guys have been hearing about the metaverse for a while. Uh, what is you guys' insight on the metaverse? Like who would you would? Oh, there's tons of stuff going on in the metaverse, man. Like Facebook, they're. I, I don't really think they're going to be that big of a player in it because it's centralized. Okay, so, so I take that back. I take that back. They are Facebook, so they are going to have a some some form of play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, awful lie, let me ask you this. If there's one company out there that exists, which company would you trust to run the metaverse that you would utilize? I mean, because eventually the majority, the masses will be utilizing a metaverse. The question is, which one and who would you trust? Um, obviously, metaverses are still new. They're still being built. Uh, but there's going to be one out there that's going to be the Supreme. It's going to be the number one. It's going to be the Tesla. It's going to be the Amazon. It's going to be the, the, the front runner of all metaverses. It's funny you say Tesla because I was thinking Elon Musk, but then again, eh, I don't know. Would you would you trust Elon Musk and their um and their uh, what is it called their Neuralink? Imagine that, bro. Imagine that. Imagine that. Okay, so everybody, in order to tap into uh, the Tesla Metaverse, you need to have the Neuralink integrated into your brain. Once you have that chip uh, implanted into your brain, you have all access to the Metaverse. I'm out the Metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, you guys know about, uh, what is it, um, uh, oh, dang it, uh, universal uh, money, what was it called, jeez. Oh, universal basic income? Yeah, universal basic income. Now, imagine a future where, you know, and we're kind of leading to this now, uh, conspiracy theory-wise, and let's just go ahead and just put this on the table, like it's more of a conspiracy, right? Um, basically let's use San Francisco for an example. Cause it's, I, I live pretty close to San Francisco and I know what's going on over there. Uh, San Francisco, in order to enter a shop, in order to, to, to do business in a shop, you need to provide your, uh, your vaccination card. You need to show proof of your vaccination card in, in order to enter. Let's say that in order to access, uh, the UBI universal basic income, that is provided by the governments or by your company that you work for, because in the future, um, it's it's law that um, everybody util utilizes the same um, uh, crypto federal bank UBI system, right? <clears throat> you need to have that Elon Musk chip implanted into your brain, and you need to utilize the the metaverse. I mean, hey, you gotta work. You gotta make money. You gotta feed your. You gotta feed your kids. You gotta. You gotta have a house, or you know, a roof over your head. At what point do you resist? Is this? Are you resisting? Or are you adopting? When they try to put something in me. So okay. So as of right now, let's say okay. So let's let's exclude that. Let's exclude the chip. Let's say that still. As of right now, you cannot um, get any kind of income from your employer unless you KYC AML through the government utilizing their uh, their crypto wallet, such as um, El Salvador's uh, Chivo wallet, right? With the, the new Chivo wallet that came out in El Salvador, you need to be KYC'd, AML'd, and show proof that you are an El Salvadorian in order to utilize their wallet. It is a, uh, the, you can get Bitcoin on there. They are creating their own token, so it will have a stable coin attached to it. Uh, now, let's say that for us Americans, um, that happens here where we have the Uncle Sam wallet and you pay your, your everything's taxed, everything's, everything's done there on the blockchain. Instead of waiting for the future to be taxed, everything's already pre-taxed and what you get is what you get on your wallet. So you don't ever have to worry about, you know, calculating your taxes. Everything's already done on the blockchain. It's all public information. Or it can be private, depending on how the government decides to go. Most likely private, right? But let's say that uh, you don't have the chip, but you need to utilize their wallet in order for you to get paid, in order for you to pay your bills, uh, purchase food. Uh, and purchase the basic necessities of life to provide for your family, for your loved ones. Well, Christmas is coming around, around the corner here in a couple of days. Uh, imagine that you can't purchase uh, any kind of Christmas gifts because um, you haven't KYC'd or AML'd through the uh, Uncle Sam wallet. And if you do, let's say that there is, and this is all conspiracy theory, I'm going to keep building on it. Let's say that... Uh, Let's say that you jaywalked, you know, we're going to use the, the we're going to use China's uh, social credit system. OK, let's say that America decides to adopt um, social credit. Social credit is where you are caught by the China's government eye uh, via uh, uh, CCTV, right? Uh, security cameras that are distributed throughout China's uh, major cities. And you do something that is uh, pretty much against the law. You know, such as uh, jaywalking or even walking uh, in a crosswalk when it's not your time to walk. You know, let's say that you ran a red light. Let's say you didn't properly stop at a stop sign and you rolled through it. Uh, let's say that you showed up five minutes late to work. Let's say that 
let's say that you didn't put out your trash uh, or you didn't you didn't take your trash cans back into your uh, your property in time you know because you could only leave them out for so long on the street that you get deducted on social credit there in china what that means is that you do not have access to your funds you are not allowed to leave this city you are to be quarantined you know you are and if you don't abide to that then your funds will not be unlocked Yes. I think uh, I think what you said there was you ban on right everything. I think is geared towards the Chinese credit system. The way they've got things implemented there, that's what they want pretty much everywhere in the world. That's the kind of uh, uh, totalitarianism they want and the kind of control they want over you. And I think you, you said it bang on. That's exactly in my opinion. I, I believe anyway. That's that's how where things are headed towards. Perfect. Uh, thank you. Thank you for speaking. Who's speaking, by the way? Rajid, thank you. Thank you for speaking. Uh, where, where are you located at? I'm in the UK. In the UK. What's, okay, so there, there's a there's a lot of restrictions there in the UK. Can you speak on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, well, right now it's not so bad, but they're going to be doing another lockdown, I, I'm assuming, after Christmas. They're calling it the breaker, yep. circuit breaker lockdown. We're, this will hopefully help, help uh, <coughs> reduce the Omicron. Uh, variant by spreading and blah 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 so you know they got they got they got it planned out they're going to do another lockdown for sure yeah yeah we're getting we're getting wind of that here too in the states that uh there, that's possibility we we just reinstated here in california where i'm located at uh that uh this past wednesday everyone's required to wear a mask again uh where i live in santa clara uh, uh in silicon valley we've never we've never been allowed to remove our mask uh, since the beginning, so for us it was just like okay. I mean, there's no there's no difference. Just the rest of the state now has to wear uh, wear their mask again. So I'm sure that the rest of the state is frustrated. We're just we're just used to it. We're just like okay, it's just okay. What's what's the big deal for us? You know, it's kind of it's kind of odd when you literally leave this bubble here in Silicon Valley and you just literally just travel 30 miles out of this area and everyone's like, wow, this is freedom. This is what it feels like. I don't have to wear a mask. This is pretty cool. I like this. You know, but now the, the, the state's shutting down, and now exactly what you just said, uh, Wajit, that uh, we're, there's there's rumors going around that uh, we're going to start uh, quarantining and locking down again with the Omicron uh, variant. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's just going to, you know, it's, it's going towards the uh, pass, digital passport system, and that's what I think it's eventually going to get to. So they want a digital passport for everyone where they can show if you've been vaccinated or not, and they want all your rest of your credentials and information on that as well i think that's where it's ultimately headed towards i mean yeah yeah it's crazy let me ask you this in regards to uh, the credentials would you feel more comfortable if that was uh, distributed via blockchain or via a private institution like the like the government no of course i'll be more comfortable with the blockchain but you know but it's but it's still controlled by the government though i mean what 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 difference does it make You are right, and that's why I brought up the whole metaverse uh, question: is what do you guys think about the metaverse? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In regards to that, I believe that Facebook will potentially have the biggest metaverse only because they've already got a massive, massive uh, base anyway. You know, how many people on Facebook? Billion people or something? Mm-hmm. Yes. Billion plus. So just by the very nature of them having that many people on their system already, I think potentially they will could potentially have one of the biggest platforms out there just by that analogy just like that you know clearly would you use it no i'm not on facebook anyway <laughs> to be the only uh, social platform i'm on is on uh, twitter and i only got onto that just for uh crypto so uh, yeah and this stuff so, yeah. uh, so so just to clarify you feel a little more comfortable with jack dorsey uh in comparison to um in, in regards to uh facebook
Twitter, Twitter, you you feel a lot more comfortable using Twitter than Facebook. So, so you 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 trust uh, Jack Dorsey over Mark Zuckerberg? Uh, I don't know. I don't trust anyone to be honest with you. But uh, it's more easier platform to use, and I just I I I've never really got onto Facebook. The reason I didn't get onto Facebook was I kind of knew everyone, uh, and they can just phone me. I can phone them. I didn't really need that, you know. I mean, my, my wife, she's from America. She's from Colorado, so she's got Facebook, and she's things such as family and friends and all the rest of it. I get that, but I didn't personally need it, so I never really got into it. And uh, Twitter, like I said, I only got onto it in, uh, just in regards to following all the crypto stuff that's happening and just can't cross it on top of that. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, anyone else want to talk about the metaverse? I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's ridiculous as well. For sure, yeah. But, yeah. All right, let's talk about games. Uh, the the video game community is really they they really despise uh, crypto and NFTs and assets. They hate it with a passion. They will do anything to bash crypto. Uh, and you know this all started with the whole uh, GPU shortage that's been going on and still continues all around the world. Um, gamers want to be able to to play their games. There's a lot of backlash about um, uh, gaming companies out there that are utilizing or are integrating NFTs into their into their gaming system. Now, the gamers themselves are really pissed off about uh, utilizing these or uh, integrating these NFTs into their system because they believe that uh, uh, these NFTs are, are a waste of energy and a waste of money and a waste of time. They have no real use value to them. Um, I, I want to get some insight from you guys on that uh, in regards to the gamers' opinion and, and viewpoint on on NFTs and assets being um, integrated into the gaming system. I'm going to plug something real fast because we have some more listeners on here. This is being recorded for John's podcast, FYI. Thank you. And all of a sudden, nobody wants to talk. <laughs> I think maybe uh, potentially they don't understand uh, the concept of NFTs because uh, for gamers, I think if they did understand it, they'd be more into it because they could potentially own, you know, certain things within that game world or whatever, which they could, you know, be a unique asset and they could, you know, sell it off for more money or trade it or whatever. I think maybe potentially they don't understand that kind of side of it. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you think about the whole uh, argument that NFTs are just consuming more more electrical energy, uh, putting more stress on the power grid? Uh, probably is. I don't know. I tend to agree with that. I mean, I'm not thrilled about it, but I would have to agree. Hi, SOS here. Sorry, just tried it out of nowhere. Yes, Good SOS. Evening, Welcome. Yeah, just a, I, I don't know. I, I really agree with that. I think it is going to put more stress on the electric grids. I, I almost don't see a way around that, right? NFTs equals more blockchains equals more more juice, I would think. I don't know. Maybe I'm definitely willing to be uh, proven wrong. I wonder, though, if the gaming community is against it. Is it a tribalism thing? Like they're just into their games and they don't want to be into crypto? That's like a different different thing. Uh, that's what it sounds like here. Let me, uh, I got a news article here that I can read from decrypt.co. It's, uh, in regards to Stalker 2 game cancels its NFT plans after backlash. Stalker 2 sequel to the first person shooter game. Stalker has canceled its NFT game plans after receiving negative criticism on social media, largely from the gaming community. The latest example of gamers rising up against the NFTs, blockchain-based tokens representing ownership of digital items. Last week, game maker Ubisoft met vocal backlash from gamers upon announcing its first three in-game NFTs from Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. And in November, chat app Discord came under immediate fire from its core users after it teased a possible MetaMask Ethereum wallet integration that has since been scraped. Let's see here. I'm gonna continue on. On December 15th, Stalker, yeah, on December 15th, Stalker 2 developer GSC Game World announced it was including NFTs in its sequel. It started by revealing its most ambitious NFTs, 
three NPCs or non-playable characters dubbed meta-humans would be purchasable using blockchain technology. Buyers would have their name or alias tied to that in-game character, giving that them a cameo as a bartender, comrade, or enemy, according to announcement website. The NFTs were set to be sold through D-Market, a third-party marketplace where players can buy and sell in-game items. While some gamers supported the idea, others did not and expressed their frustration by creating memes. And here's one of the memes. It says, Dear Stalkers, we hear you. Actually, this is who's it? Oh, this is from Stalker Official on Twitter. Dear Stalkers, we hear you. Based on the feedback we received, we made a decision to cancel anything related NFT related in Stalker 2. The interest of our fans and players are the top priority for the team, of course. We're making this game for you to enjoy. Whatever whatever the cost, if you care, we care too. With love, GSE Games World Team. Okay, continuing on the article, let's scroll on down a bit. Uh, while Stalker 2's game devs must have taken all the angry replies on Twitter seriously, it's not yet clear if anti-NFT gamers represent the majority of gamers or if they're just small, but vocal and angry minority. But that said, there are plenty of gamers who are into cryptocurrencies and NFTs. Some mine Ethereum for fun on their, game, for fun on their gaming PCs, while others own NFTs themselves. As gaming companies each announce their stance on blockchain game, gaming and NFTs, it will be interesting to see whether the polarized gaming community uh, vitriol has any long-term effects on the industry. And that's it. Any commentaries on that? Go ahead. of what I, I thought the gaming community would be very into this, but that's me. I mean, that's my opinion. What the heck do I know? <laughs> Apparently, I don't know much because uh, it sounds like they're, they're splintered, right? Some people are really into it. Some people are really not. I guess we shouldn't be shocked, though, right? Yeah, I think... Uh, go ahead. Yes, I was going to say, I think you're right, so that's, uh, I think it is a bit split into it, but I think the people who aren't into it, I think is only a minority. But I think they got a big voice, maybe a big saying, maybe, and that's why they're getting through to them, because, uh, like you said, I think most of the community would be into it from a gaming perspective. It just kind of, NFTs kind of make sense. Yeah, so you're saying that they just need a little education on what NFTs are and what their use value is? Yeah, I'm saying also, I don't think, like SNS said, I think maybe it's a small, like even Article said, it was probably a small minority, but they were probably vocal, they probably have, you know, bit, bit of a following or something, but I don't think that's a many, too many of them. I think it's potentially a smaller group of people like it. Maybe they're upset about the fact that all the prices have gone up for the GPUs and they can't get any, and, and you know, and it has, and it's a big, big delay of GPUs as well, you can't get hold of them, and they've gone through the roof in terms of prices. So these guys are probably not happy about that as well. Hmm. So, okay. So do you think do you think that uh, if we went back in time and, and and all GPUs were at MSRP and they were readily available for purchase, do you think we would have this backlash from the community or or not? Let's, let's talk about the inflation that's going on around the world right now. And this is not just within the States. This is going on everywhere. Inflation is insanely, insanely increasing every single minute. Seriously, you're, you're, if, you, if you're saving cash and not investing it and getting a, a good return on, on, your, on your invested cash, then you're losing a lot. I mean, the, uh, the inflation rate is what so somewhere around between 7 to 10% right now literally literally like your, your money is being burnt up if you had a hundred dollars right now or you would technically have a ninety dollars next year because your purchasing power would be decreased like 10 percent that's insanity that's if you had a thousand dollars you're losing a hundred dollars you know 
your purchasing power that's that's what's insane about it and that's why uh when when bitcoin was first created it was uh deflationary it it's it naturally increases in price with with the halving coming along and and if raven coins having their first halving coming up here in a, in a few days in a, in a couple weeks and we're gonna see how that's how that ripple uh transitions through the ecosystem with Ravencoin. Um, if it's going to stand true to uh, to the de deflationary process of, of what naturally goes on with blockchain, um, unlike what governments do when they continuously print, they make they make that machine go burr, right, nonstop. That's the biggest meme going on uh, going on in, in Twitter that they don't stop printing out fake monopoly money. Any commentaries on that? Yep, exactly. You can see everything on the blockchain, man. Uh, the code is law. If you can read, if you if you can take some time to study what uh, what code is being used on on blockchain and to actually look look at the, I would say look at the Genesis block, you know. And if there's any other major uh, changes that's being developed on on a on any particular blockchain out there, just look at the update and see what's in the code and seeing if if they've changed their their protocol system. Whether to be deflationary or inflationary, um, unlike Bitcoin, since the Genesis block, it's always been um, uh, deflationary. Here's an article from uh, from Decrypt.co written by Jeff Benson. SEC delays decision on two more Bitcoin ETFs. As you know, the uh, the SEC has pretty much been shunning them all. And there's there's been a few coming out, uh, but I'm not too ecstatic about it because these uh, ETFs that have been approved. Have been ETF futures, which I don't like because that normally uh, focuses on basically billionaires that have all the money, all the control. You know, they get to decide what what the future of Bitcoin can be, more or less, because they have the money to manipulate the market. Now, I would like to see an ETF, a Bitcoin ETF spot trade, which is literally touch. So, by the way, let me go back backtrack a little bit with 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 future markets. You're you're just you're making up a number. And utilizing the the Wall Street Wall Street numbers, which has nothing to do with blockchain. It's not touching blockchain, but with spot trading, you're literally buying Bitcoin on the spot, buying it from the ecosystem. I like that idea. I like that big uh, uh, big Wall Street uh, pockets are, are forced not well not forced are encouraged to purchase Bitcoin. On blockchain and not just manipulating a number on a screen that has nothing to do with blockchain. That's stupid. That's in my opinion. I, when I when I heard that, I was like, okay, we're gonna have our first. Uh, 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 Gary Gensler is gonna approve the first uh, uh, Bitcoin ETF futures. Okay, so what? I, I this has nothing to do with blockchain. I mean, yes, it's bringing awareness what what crypto is. It's giving uh, it's giving these billionaires the opportunity to 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 manipulate the market and bring awareness to those big. Uh, Big conglomerates, but for the average person like us, we don't really get to see that that uh, affect crypto. It it doesn't. There's a lot of money being moved right now in, in Bitcoin ETF futures, but it doesn't affect us. That's 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 wrong. But if we have spot trading, these these conglomerates are going to be buying crypto on the spot, utilizing the Bitcoin blockchain. Yes, 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 yes. I want that. Okay. Sorry for the rant. Let's continue on. Uh, unless there's a commentary on that. Thank you. How many people do we have? Let me check here. My phone's been... Uh, okay, thank you. Wow. Nice show up. Thank you. All right. Go ahead, Xander. Just this year alone, and it's lost 37% of its value in 
their central bank has stepped in to prop up the lira because they're about to have a currency collapse. And basically, um, it, it's no joke. That's happening right now. And, and they're, uh, I believe their inflation is over 20%. It's like 21 or 22%. And, and it's getting worse every single day. And their central bank can't even print enough money to keep up with that. Yep. And so, I mean, it's only a matter of time that the U.S. is going to see that unless it goes into uh, hyperdeflation, which means that the, that the, uh, the Fed would have to stop printing as much or just stop printing yeah it'll collapse the whole economy but if we want to collapse either the economy or the currency which one you can't say both right now because we've already the damage has been done we already have the uh, inflation blockchain um as far as like for example having a fixed supply of a currency you cannot do you cannot you don't run into the issue of inflation I believe. I mean, I don't think it because it's a fixed supply. Mm-hmm. Like if you bur- and if it's burned or lost or whatever, that doesn't make the price worse. That makes the price higher, so it's worth more. But um, my my thing is, I have a feeling that this, the U.S. or the the U.S. government's going to come in with a CBDC and basically. That's gonna save the currency is, is to make it a digital dollar, which I mean, right? If they're gonna have control of it, if it's gonna have a unlimited uh, uh, supply, just like kind of like East, um, what's the point? They can print as much as they want. It's back to the same thing again. Yeah, there was a. Thank you, Xander. There was a news article here that I read some time ago. And there's been many more since that there's rumor that, uh, that, that the Turkish government is creating their own stablecoin. And I just pulled up one here that was written um, nine days ago from Coindesk.com, written by Amkar Godbol. Tether SHIB competes with Bitcoin in inflation, written Turkey as Lira tumbles. Turkish citizens facing high inflation and a plunging currency are shunning the example set by some foreign public companies that have adopted Bitcoin as a store of value asset. Instead, they're flocking to alternative cryptocurrencies like Shiba Inu and the stablecoin Tether. Comments on that? Nope? Okay, I'll continue on. Tether is interesting. That's interesting that they're doing Tether. Yeah. Trading volume in Bitcoin Turkish Lira currency pairs on crypto exchange Binance totaled 918 million dollars in November. That was last month, less than a fifth the level the Shiba Inu Lira valued at 5.26 billion in Tether Lira's 5.58 billion dollars. The data shows, despite the instability faced by the Lira, local traders are still attracted to the exceptional returns associated with coins such as Shib. Head, let's see. Okay. Coindesk reached out to BTC Turk, one of a handful of local exchanges offering Lira BTC trades for comment, but has not received a response. In November, the Lira crashed nearly 40% against the dollar after the central bank cut interest rates even as inflation topped 20%, and the U.S. Federal Reserve begins tampering its liquidity-boosting asset purchase program. The currency has de- uh, depreciated 87% this year and is on track to register its ninth straight annual drop. The official inflation figures is 21%, but the ground level is more like 50%. Uh, demand for almost everything priced in the local currency, including gold, picks up uh, picks up in such situation. Turkish citizens' priority is gold and dollar, uh, Aigun said, but they also buy cheap crypto coins like SHIB, VEX, XRP, because BTC is expensive. SHIB, with its massive supply of one quadrillion tokens, is exceptionally cheap compared with major coins. SHIB slash TRY was trading nearly 0.00049 liras on Binance at press time, while BTC slash TRY was changing hands at 686,000 
580 liras. Wow. Holy smokes. Okay, let me repeat that again. Okay, lira is their local currency. In order to buy one Bitcoin, it's going to cost you 686,000 lira. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's another one. But it's it's the whole world, man. So let's see. Let's see if there's uh, anything talking about the stablecoin. Was there somebody else that wanted to speak? Except for El Salvador. Yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, according to FRNT's Savix, traders in Turkey could be using Tether as a proxy for the dollar exposure. Tether, the world's largest stablecoin by market value, is supposedly backed by a basket of reserves that hold a one-to-one -one peg to the dollar. It's widely considered a digital representation of the dollar that can be moved freely across exchanges and national borders by bypassing traditional banking channels. Quote, I hold USDT because sending USDT is fast and cheap across different exchanges, also swapping between spots and futures, said Erkan Bozogul a crypto investor from Turkey who is based in the Netherlands. Turks are mainly on cheap alternative cryptocurrencies, so they take profit at 2x and redraw less, less fee cost. Igun said the young generation is more interested in crypto than gold and USD, but is financially dependent on family, a fact confirmed by another, trade, another local trader who my father won't let me buy crypto. Now, let me ask you guys, when it comes to this, what they just said about, you know, um, Swapping out your crypto for for a Twix Twix swap. Yeah, you can hold it for a longer time and maybe get a five X or ten X, but you know you got real life real life situations going on. You have your you have your yourself you got to take care of. You have your 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 partner your spouse to take care of. You have your children to take care of. You got bills to to handle. You know if a two X helps you a lot. At what point do you withdraw? I mean these people here. I I, I can't speak for everyone here, but but for the Turkish. It sounds like they're trying to do everything they can just to flip and get just a quick 2x. Dump $100 into it, get that 2x, get $200 out, you know, buy your food for the day, uh, pay your bills if you can, and continuously dump just a little bit on there. Man, that's so stressful. Imagine living there, man. Jeez. I'm so thankful. I'm really blessed. Yeah, they barely had enough food to eat in Argentina. They were like eating their animals, their own pets. Let's see what's going on with Argentina here. Did anybody else want to comment on that Turkish article? Okay, let me ask you this. We're going to move over to Argentina. Argentina obviously is, uh, you, they do have their own local ex uh, crypto exchanges there. But it looks like the government of Argentina is uh, making the decision to start taxing exchanges. Argentina is hurting. We all know Argentina is another nation that is hurting. But it looks like uh, the government wants their piece of the pie. The the uncle Argentina Sam uh, wants wants their wants their piece of the pie. Here's an article from CoinDesk.com written by Andres Engler. Argentina to tax crypto exchanges. Argentina plans to tax crypto uh, crypto exchanges operating in the country on purchases of sales ex, uh, ex executed on their platforms. The office of the president Alberto Fernandez announced on Wednesday. This was written by the way. Let's see when was this written. November 17th of this year. Uh, the 0.6% tax on bank credits and debits currently applies only to certain banking transactions carried out by the companies operating in Argentina. Until now, crypto exchanges did not pay taxes because they were part of an exemption that applies to fintech companies registered as payment service providers. Now, if I recall correctly, some time ago, a few years ago, Argentina was the welcoming hub for anything fintech. Come over here. It's tax-free. And that's what every nation is doing, man, in order to attract uh, fintech into their economy. Um, let's start off with free. Let's just lure them in, right? Hey, our nation, we don't have uh, any taxes on fintech. You can move your, your, your company over here. You don't have to worry about paying massive taxes on, on your company. It's all free here until they, they get you. Now you're here. Now you're going to pay taxes. All right. 
The tax will affect crypto exchanges that hold accounts in Argent Argentine banks. An Argentinian exchange senior executive told Decrypt, or sorry, excuse me, told Coindesk, adding that the price of cryptocurrencies in Argentine pesos are likely to increase as companies transfer the cost uh, to to new, new cost to customers. Uh, Cafecito founder Damien Catanzaro, an Argentine entrepreneur who recently connected Lightning Network to the tipping platform, said that uh, said that after the tax, crypto users will increasingly opt for peer-to-peer -peer exchanges, platforms, and non-custodial wallets. There you go. See, they're smart. That's a smart way to do it, dude. See, avoid the centralized uh, exchanges. Go to go to peer-to-peer -peer using uh, decentralized exchanges. Beautiful, man. I love that. Any comments on that? That was, that was kind of the whole point of crypto, I think. Exactly. exactly. Now, this central... I was, I was on a, a space earlier. I don't remember if it was this morning or yesterday. I don't remember. But it was... Uh, the speaker was talking about how the centralized exchanges that they basically make their money off fees. So basically, all they are is a basically new age bank is really what it is. Correct. A new age bank with a marketplace and leverage trading and all that shit, but it's nothing different than Wells Fargo and JP Morgan. It's the same shit. They do fees on transfers in, transfers out. Like, you got to pay like 0. .0005 Bitcoin just to withdraw the damn thing from Binance, U.S. And how much is 0. .005? Let's check it out right now. 0. .005 is $233. No, no it's two, zero, 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 five. Oh, three, it's, three zeros. It's like 50 bucks. Okay, $23. Yeah, just to <clears throat> withdraw it. Mm. Okay, nice. Let's see uh, SHIB because, you know, uh, Argentines were using the SHIB. So let's check out what the SHIB has to offer when it comes to... Well, how much are the fees for SHIB? It shouldn't be anything, right? It should be very affordable. Uh, I don't think it's that much. No, I mean, one SHIB is, is like a millionth of a penny. So, I mean, of course, because they have a quadrillion tokens on there yeah it's not much so it makes sense why they would do that and that's probably why why they're utilizing the, the Shiba Inu are there any other cryptos out there we got a, uh, about another 10-15 minutes left before we wrap up this episode number 9 of Crypto Chill and Chat but does anybody else want to talk about any, any other cryptos Okay. Let me see. I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, what about Elon Doge? Doge Elon. What's it called? Yeah, Doge Elon. Yeah, that one. Doge oh, Elon. Elon Doge or something. Elon Doge. I don't know what that is. Elon Doge. Okay, here we go. There's there's an Elon Doge token and an Elon Doge DAO. Let's look at the token here. The token it looks like they are using BNB, uh, e Elon Doge.io. Uh, they do have a Twitter, Telegram, and they are tagged as a meme token. And let's see, they have approximately they have a market cap of three million nine hundred eighteen thousand dollars. Trading volume at five thousand two hundred. No, no, really? How much are they? No. Oh, that's trading volume. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, the market cap ranking on CoinGecko right now is 1,650. Well, how many coins do they have? Oh, right here. Uh, da, 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 da. Total supply, 1,000 million, billion, trillion. Oh, is that quadrillion? What's after the What's after trillion? Billion, trillion, quadrillion, right? Yeah, quadrillion. One quadrillion. And the current circulating is uh, 554 trillion I can't even think that high yeah and it's currently valued at oof 
how much is that in sets? Because I can't. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even worth a set right now. Not even one set. Yeah. Well, Doge Long Mars. You know, Mars yeah. Do you know who Justin Sun is? Isn't he the Tron guy? Yeah. The TRX? Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right, so here's an article from Decrypt.co written by Ekin Jenk. Justin Sun steps down from Tron to join Granada government. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, let's read this real quick. Justin Sun will step down from his role as CEO of the Tron Foundation, the organization behind the blockchain network by the same name that he founded in 2017. But Sun isn't retiring to a fishing village to enjoy a quiet life off his crypto riches. Instead, he is preparing to fly to Geneva, Switzerland. Sun will join the government of Granada as a as its new full-time ambassador to the World Trade Organization, according to a press release from the Tron, uh, from Tron shared with Decrypt. Quote, It is true. It is a true honor to serve as the WTO ambassador, ambassador for Granada, said Sun in a statement shared with Decrypt. I look forward to the opportunity to represent Granada and work with WTO leadership to reinvigorate global trade in various ways particularly the development of a robust digital economy internationally. Sun's, ex Sun's uh, expertise in the blockchain industry will likely breathe some much-needed fresh air into the regional economy as Granada and uh, CARICOM, the Caribbean community, are among the hardest hit by the COVID-led tourism industry shutdown, the press release reads. It isn't clear how Sun landed a government job on a small Caribbean island. Granada's permanent mission in Geneva did not immediately respond to Decrypt's request for, for comment. A spokesperson from Tron confirmed to Decrypt that this isn't a paid role and added, Come on, dude, really? Let me read that again. A spokesperson for Tron confirmed to Decrypt that it isn't a paid role and added that one of Sun's goal is to represent and make blockchain mainstream by bringing it to the global political arena via WTO. Sun loves... Bullshit. <laughs> Sun loves... <laughs> exactly, man. If not, it gives him the opportunity to at least manipulate uh, Tron in, in the ecosystem, right? Something, right? Something's going on behind the scenes. He wouldn't just take it. Sun loves promoting crypto to influencer names, and he pays generously for the opportunity if necessary. In February 2020, he paid $4.5 million for the honor of having a meal with billionaire investor Warren Buffett. At the dinner, he gifted Bitcoin to Buffett, who had previously called the cryptocurrency Rat Poison Squared. Sun later apologized to Buffett for being a big mouth over marketer. The diplomats of Geneva may be in for, a, for passionate lectures about crypto. Boom. That's breaking news, man. Any comments, questions, or concerns? I think he's looking out for Tron. Not yeah. 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 I yeah. Uh, there's a lot. There's. A, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, uh, backdoor deals going on. A lot of secret handshakes going on. Yeah, Dorsey's another one, right? I mean, but Dorsey's been a, you can say, a Bitcoin Maximus for a while, right? Let me ask yeah, let me ask you, Xander, would you trust uh, Bitcoin or Tron? Bitcoin. Oh, definitely Bitcoin, you know. Uh, Tron, again, you know, I'm kind of wary about the CEO-led, you know, projects. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Because I was going to ask you right now, why why do you trust Bitcoin over over Tron? And I think that that you answered it there very nicely. Is that blockchain uh, projects like like Tron that is led by a CEO is, is isn't what Satoshi's vision was to begin with. It's to detach and provide the freedom uh, away from these uh, making rich making the richer richer. We're getting, 
Absolutely. You can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone else? Before we get ready to wrap this up, we've got a lot of people here, man. I'm surprised. Thank you. Thank you all for showing up. Who do we have? Any shout outs before we wrap it up? Shout outs to moms and dads. Merry Christmas to everyone all around the world. All right. Let's get ready to wrap it up. Thank you all for being here. I will be doing another space pretty soon and hope to see you all there. Until next time, stack sats and hodl. Adios.